Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Feisty, fearless, and fair, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Gates may be opening in a big, big way against the Biden family. Welcome to the Rita Cosby Show. It is pretty stunning what we've been hearing in the last few hours. And I want to hear your thoughts tonight because James Comer, who is head of the House Oversight Committee, has come out and said there are a lot of details and it looks like there is a money trail. And that could be bad news for President Biden, who has yet to even announce that he is running again for president. You know, Jill wants him to run. So you know that they're trying to figure out how they're going to get through all the bumps and the lumps. You look at the border. You look at what's going on with China. You look at Iran. You look at Russia, Ukraine. You look at the banking chaos that's going on. Of course, our border as the prime center focus, there are so many issues out there with this president. And now there may also be a lot of breadcrumbs that are leading to his son and other members of the family. We know that for a long time, the Treasury Department was not handing over these sort of suspicious activity reports. These are the ones that basically show If there's something that gets flagged, you know, if something's suspicious, if it comes from kind of a questionable uh, individual or questionable country or the amount is so big, it looks suspicious. So then they have a flag. It basically gets flagged at the Treasury Department. There are said to be close to 200 of them almost tied to Hunter Biden, whether it's him or his business deals. And there are lots of tentacles now that have been unfolding, and this does not look pretty for the president's son. Take a listen. First off, this is Congressman James Comer, and he says that now that they have gotten access to these bank records, they've gotten access to these suspicious activity reports that are showing a very interesting pattern. That big money was coming either into Hunter Biden or associates of Hunter Biden, then suddenly going into a shell company. That doesn't sound fishy at all. And then going from there, essentially, to different Biden family members. And in the last few hours, James Comer has been saying that there are even other ones that have not been mentioned before, other family members that we didn't hear about. Of course, we heard about Jim Biden. We heard about the big guy. We heard about all of those. But in this particular case, there are apparently other family members that now may be tangled in. And you have to wonder, what was money coming, big money from China, coming in, then going to a shell company, then going to a series 
of different family members tied to Joe Biden. It just looks a little weird. Why would Chinese money from a Chinese energy deal, they were trying to get access to U.S. energy. We know that. All they had to do was elect President Biden. They'd get all the access to the U.S. presidents, you know, all their uh, oil deals, because he's been willing to hand everything over, it seems. But as we are looking at sort of the series of where things were going, why would a Chinese energy company have such an interest in, first of all, Hunter Biden, his company? What did he do? Did he provide access to something? Uh, there's something awfully fishy about all of this, and it comes at a time where we know that China has basically been not even a slap on the wrist from this president. This president has been so weak on China. His administration's been so weak on China. And have Republicans now unveiled some of the secret sauce. And now that they're getting access to some of these bank transactions, the questionable activity reports, the floodgates may open soon. How bad do you think it's going to look for President Biden And do you think, as I believe, this money trail could be absolutely damning? You know, before it was like, oh, there's a rumor of this, there's a rumor of that. But now if you can figure out that, okay, suddenly big money was coming in from these suspicious players, then suddenly it gets kind of passed around in some secret account. Then some, for some reason, all these different family members were getting X amount. It looks pretty questionable. Why were all these people getting paid out of that account? Uh, were they all advisors or was this a way to sort of say, oh, well, X went to this person, X went to that person. Uh, boy, you could call a lot of people in for subpoenas. Are the floodgates about to burst? And I can't wait for the day that good old Hunter Biden gets put under oath. Can you imagine that one? He'll be like, uh, are you on drugs right now? No, I'm not. OK, great. Are you on uh, using porn right now? No, I'm not. OK, now let's go on to the questions. This guy the guy who couldn't figure out Parmesan cheese from crack cocaine. Let's see what he would say under oath. I mean, there are so many interesting questions. And we know for a fact President Joe Biden doesn't want anybody to go there, which makes you wonder, is he protecting his family or does he know that there's something nefarious and questionable there? We'll see where the tentacles go. First off, here is Congressman James Comer, and he was on last night on Fox, and this is what he had to say of what they have uncovered so far. What we don't know is what the purpose of the money was for. I mean, everyone says it was for an energy deal. Well, it looks to me like these people who are closely aligned with the Chinese Communist Party sent $3 million to a shell corporation. Then they turned around and split it three ways with a third going to the Biden family, three different family members uh, for no apparent reason. Uh, they didn't invest it in a business. They just, it appears, stuck it in their pocket. Now, this is just one transaction, Laura. We're on the hunt for about a dozen more just like this one. We are looking at a dozen more, and he is like a dog on the hunt. And they are looking to see what they can uncover from good old Hunter Biden and his business associates. This could be the unraveling of it all, because if you can pinpoint and follow the money trail and then also see, was there some sort of policy? What did the Chinese get access to? They're paying that kind of money, millions upon millions of dollars. Well, guess what? What do they get in return? I don't think they're that stupid that they were just doing it for the heck of it. And here is a little bit more of what James Comer told Laura Ingram. 
at the end of this, I think we're going to see there are uh, probably six or seven Biden family members that were involved in various business schemes around the world. But with this particular transaction that we're talking about, there were three Biden family members, including one that's never been mentioned before. So uh, this just shows how deep the Biden family was involved in this influence peddling scheme. Yeah, this just shows how deep it was. And now other family members being called in. And it will be interesting. Will they put them under oath at some point? Will they question them? Right now they're just figuring out who was getting what and where the money went to. But it certainly could be grounds to call in all these different people. And boy, would it be interesting at uh, Joe Biden's Easter table or Joe Biden's Christmas table. Hey, did you get a subpoena? Did you get a subpoena? No, did you get a subpoena? Yeah, you can imagine. It sounds like a lot of them will be getting subpoenaed. And now also James Comer was saying that Bo Biden's uh, ex-wife, this is the same one uh, that had that affair with Hunter Biden, uh, that apparently she was getting some of the money. On one of the shows, they were saying that she was one of the folks who received some of the money. And the question is why? So listen to this. This is Congressman Michael Waltz, former Green Beret. And he is just laying it all out there, saying that this could be beyond criminal. Take a listen. So if there was influence peddling is one thing, but if there was actually circumventing our export controls or handing off key IP, which the mm-hmm. um, of these key technologies that the Chinese always demand uh, through their investors, then that's not only criminal, it's treasonous. It is treasonous, potentially, is what Congressman Walt said. And by the way, yes, if he was like selling IP or selling the U.S. energy industry, selling access or canceling projects that would have been good for Americans, boy, this could get really ugly quickly. And all they went after President Trump for was that phone call. And right now we're seeing what looks like a very kind of fishy money trail. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Mike in South Carolina. Mike, uh, what are your thoughts about this? Rita, this is almost too good to be true. Um, you've mentioned it many times. I try to keep up on things, and I do. Uh, Joe Biden <laughs> and his son Hunter, they were scam artists. They were shakedown artists. And what a, a great surprise for the country. This, this donkey Democrat is going to be subpoenaed because of uh, the money trail. Dead presidents, here we go, money trail. What a shame, Joe Biden. Gee, I guess you can't hide like Hunter. And what a shame because millions upon millions that you said, Rita, many times in your show that he's scammed, and that's what he is. He's a shakedown artist and a scam artist. And what are you going to do, Joe? Put your uh, Tom Cruise sunglasses on and wax poetic in front of the cameras. What are you going to do, Joey? You know, I want to ask you, Mike, because you are a former uh, law enforcement person. What what do you what kind of doesn't an antenna kind of go off in your head when you hear uh, shell companies and that suddenly this money that came from like a Chinese energy deal with uh, Chinese officials, CCP officials uh, suddenly goes to all these different players in the Biden family. That's awfully fishy. It's fishy. You know what? Um, I like seafood. As an Italian, I like seafood, <laughs> and it is fishy. And in Italian, he's a um, – uh, what's the right word? 
Disgracia. Disgracia. See, I know that one. He's a disgracia prima class, first class. And I'm loving it. So, so do uh, quite a few people who are following the climate that we live in with this with this uh, piece of garbage, you know, this donkey of all wasted donkeys. It, it really is. You know, you can't make it up. You can't make it up. Yeah, you can't make it up. And you know what's interesting? You just hit a, a yeah. big point because he has gone after everybody tooth and nail. I mean, look at the way that he threw uh, President Trump under the bus. Oh, how reckless to have those documents in his place. And, oh, boy, January 6th. And, oh, boy, this, this, this. I mean, at every turn, it was like everything is Trump, Trump, Trump. And yet this potentially looks just downright uh, deceitful and terrible. I mean, we'll see, it, you know, but on the surface, so far what we're seeing, such huge money coming from the former mayor of Moscow's wife and big money coming from China and big money coming yep. from all these other places. It's not a rumor anymore. The question is, what did they get access to? And was this a payoff? What What was the intent of the money? The fact the money happened now is clear as day. It's in writing. Um, so, you know, as a law enforcement guy, Mike, uh, this really bolsters the GOP case. Oh, without a doubt. Throwing verbal darts at Donald Trump and the yellow fence, the Republicans. I mean, you know, uh, when that lady lost her children from opioids and he was laughing, he said, oh, no, it's, it's not my fault. It's from the previous administration. Really, Joe, if you're not reading from a, a teleprompter, his stream of consciousness is stunad, total stunad. Yeah, it is. You know? It is. His stream of consciousness is so out of whack. Thank you very, very much, Mike. We always love your calls. Everybody, when we come back, what do you think? Do you agree with Mike? Uh, that it's a disgracia, a little bit of Italian there. I'm Danish and Polish, but I'm trying the accent, all right? Uh, but it sure looks fishy. And now that there's all these different family members pulled in, this is going to get real ugly. We know that Joe Biden, the last thing he wanted was anybody looking into his son. Now it may be his son. It may be, you know, his, you know, his, uh, you know, daughter-in-law. There, there is like, it sounds like it is going to be a huge window. It's like one big Biden reunion at, uh, congressional hearings. 1-800-848-9222. To me, this is much worse than what I have seen from all the stuff tied to President Trump. Give me a break. The floodgates are opening. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. I don't think I want to know Hunter's dreams. I see uh, what he's dreaming on when he's on crack, and it ain't pretty, guys. And so far, the money trail also isn't pretty for the Bidens because it is unraveling before our eyes. It has really been damning. And I think this could be the beginning of the end of the Biden presidency. It's that serious. If they can prove that, indeed, this money 
that was coming in to the Biden family then, you know, facilitated certain promises, certain things are done. And take a listen. This is Congressman Michael Waltz, because what he said is the Chinese in particular, who paid lots of money to Hunter and his business associates, weren't just doing it to be nice. They had an ulterior motive. And remember, China is one of our biggest adversaries. Here is what Congressman Waltz thinks the Chinese were after. This is my biggest concern is is that Chinese Communist Party doesn't give Hunter Biden a billion and a half dollars to invest in a shoestring or T-shirt factory. They want artificial intelligence, nano uh, nanotechnologies, um, uh, advanced materials. They want key technologies that they're that their military can eventually use. And right now, as we speak, reporting shows that Hunter is invested in a Chinese nuclear company that's been trying to steal our secrets that's sanctioned. Yeah, that's great. So let's see. Chinese, he's tied up with a nuclear deal with the Chinese that is sanctioned. How is that possible? And why was he doing those kind of deals, especially when it comes to energy and all that stuff, given the dynamics of the world right now? Isn't it interesting? Think about where we are at in the world right now and think about the fact that this president has yet to really take China to task for whether it's energy, whether it's them, uh, you know, colliding and being palsy-walsy with Russia, also Iran. Also, what about COVID? What about fentanyl on the border? He still doesn't seem to want to do anything. So this is what Michael Waltz assesses from all of this. He basically said this could be really bad for the Biden family. I think this is just the tip of the iceberg, and this is way worse than anything we saw with the Clinton Foundation uh, and that foreign influence scheme, because this is by far the most dangerous adversary in the Chinese Communist Party that we've ever that we've ever faced. So so many questions. Why is the Treasury bureaucracy stonewalling uh, the, the Congress on these suspicious activity reports when it comes to the Biden family? I guarantee you, uh, Harris, if it had been the Trump family, they would have been leaked all over the New York Times uh, and, and all over the media. Why are they using shell companies, for God's sake? You either mm-hmm. want it, uh, you want that for tax evasion or you want it to hide what you're doing. Yeah, why were you doing a shell company? The minute you hear that, you're like, oh, that's a little fishy. That's what uh, quite a money launderers do. That's what the mob did. And isn't it interesting? Joe Biden, who tries to say that he's squeaky clean, can you imagine if, like, it was, like, billions upon billions of dollars that suddenly went and then Melania got this and, and it was from China? Are you kidding me? They would go crazy. And there seems to be a huge money trail. And I think if they can prove what it appears to be, this president is doomed. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Dom in Minnesota. Line six. Dom, your thoughts about this. You know, Rita, Biden's response to your disgracia is Forget about it. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, is that, so you think he's 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 going to be uh what what's the word for uh stuck? He's staying put. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, but here's the thing. This is where Joe and Hunter are like cornered hyenas. So, I mean, they know it's it's kind of the the thing is closing down on them and unfortunately, they're going to make the calculation that they have nothing to lose. 
but go ahead and weaponize the DOJ, FBI, and all those three-letter acronyms after anybody that's coming after them. So they're going to start digging on everybody else, you know, including James Comer, and that's that's the danger uh, these Republicans have to kind of be careful about. And, you know, I, I hope they don't drop it and pursue it to the end. You know, I'd really like to see, if nothing else, Hunter Biden in, in orange overalls. Yeah, and listen, and if he did that, you know, if he did all the things that apparently look like he did, he should be there. If that's if that's true, we got to see where the money leads. But right now, it looks really fishy. And you're right; it's sort of like a cornered hyenas. And I've gone on a safari, and it ain't pretty when you see the hyenas sitting there waiting, waiting, waiting. We'll be back after the break. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, where we honor our great law enforcement and their families. I love doing this every night here on the Rita Cosby Show. A beautiful story coming from Miami-Dade County, Florida, where a three-year-old boy who was trapped in a submerged vehicle was rescued by heroic officers. Officer Julian Reyes and Emmanuel Walton responded to the scene in southwest Miami-Dade where a car plunged into a canal. One of the officers quickly jumped into the murky water and was able to locate the child who was stuck in his car seat. He had to go under multiple times and was able to get to the boy finally. The boy was eventually pulled out of the car and brought to safety where first responders immediately began performing CPR on the child. Eventually, the boy started breathing again, and he was rushed to a nearby hospital. And when the baby started crying, Officer Emmanuel Walton said that he started crying, too, because it was the best cry, he said, I have ever heard in my life. And no doubt, a huge sigh of relief as well. Thankfully, everyone else inside the vehicle made it out okay. And authorities say clearly the officer being there at the right time, going in and bravely searching in the murky water and finding the child, uh, clearly saved the little boy's life. What a great, great story and just about how difficult things are often for our men and women in blue. Well, there are a lot of investigations now of the Biden family, and I think that this could be disastrous, these new details for the Biden family. When you hear what James Comer, who's head of the House Oversight Committee, the Republican who's overseeing it, he has uncovered through these bank transactions that big money was coming in to Hunter or to business associates of his, and that suddenly it was going out to a variety of Biden family members, sometimes via a shell company. And on the surface, this just looks really bad. This looks so suspicious. Can you imagine if you just took out the name Biden and you put the name Trump? 
you kidding? The, the, the Democratic Party would be calling for him, you know, saying it's treasonous. They would be saying he should be expelled from the world, you know, let alone not even just America. They would be going crazy right now. And that's why if you look at it just purely from the facts and the facts that there is this enormous amount of money coming in from people that are our adversaries, we're talking about China, we're talking about Russia, we're talking about places like that, Burisma, that company, the energy company in Ukraine. There is just so many things on the surface that I think right now the Republicans may be opening an enormous can of worms and the floodgates may open right now. And it is going to, I think, look pretty bad for the Biden family because right away you're going to say, "Okay, well, wait, why was this adversary? Why was China, somebody from the CCP paying such big money to Hunter Biden and another company? They weren't just paying it for the heck of it. Uh, What did they get in return? We don't know that. I don't think Hunter Biden was giving, like, expert advice on, like, Chinese energy. For some reason, he doesn't look like a Chinese energy expert to me. He looks like a crack expert, not a Chinese energy expert. And so if you look at all the tea leaves right now and the fact that it went through this shell company, it looks really fishy. It looks like they were trying to hide something. Why were all now these other family members getting paid? And this is going to get, I think, really messy for the Biden family because I do think this could be grounds to get subpoenas to pull in Hunter Biden, to pull in all these other Biden family members and say, well, what did you expect for it? Was he giving you a loan? Was it your birthday? Uh, what was the reason you were getting tens of thousands of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars? Why was it split up? Uh, why did it go to a shell company? I mean, there's a lot of things that look very, very fishy. And I think uh, it's going to be a tough road ahead for Joe Biden, especially if they can get some of these people under oath. And right now on the surface, this looks downright bad, really looks bad. And I think Biden and Hunter Biden uh, should be a little worried right now. That's all I got to say. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Uh, let's go to Ted on line one. Ted, your thoughts about this? Uh, yes, ma'am. It's in, it's really ironic that it's out better than that. It's outrageous that you go after Biden with such fervor. But when you when people want to investigate Trump, it's a witch hunt. And any Republican that talks about Trump, that talks about Trump is a rhino. Can you explain your actions, please? I, I'm having a little hard time. You're hitting these, like, really high notes and these other notes, Ted. Well, that's what you do, Ted, Rita. Ted, maybe you should take a chill pill. Ted, oh, you, say right Ted, you know what it sounds? Uh, Ted, it sounds like maybe the last time I told you that I hit a sensitive chord with you. But but your point, and, and I completely disagree, when I have seen things that looked fishy, Ted, on all sides, I call it like I see it. Um, you and, never and, called and, it on Trump. You uh, never, ever called it on Trump. Fact- no, actually, actually, Ted, listen to me for a moment. What I have right. said, I have said that I wish he had told people to go home sooner. I've said that, like, during the January 6th stuff. I've said, you know, I think he should have told people. But to connect all the dots, and we're going to talk about January 6th later on, uh, but the Manhattan DA, let's just talk about that case, okay, because we're looking at the Manhattan DA case and then we're talking about this enormous amount of money with the Hunter Biden family. There, that is like apples and oranges. It really is. The Manhattan DA case 
at best, is a minor misdemeanor, if that. This is one of these things that they never go after people for. It is um, it is a payment that was like a business payment that wasn't logged correctly, which, to me, uh, that this is what Alvin Bragg has spent years upon years and how many millions of dollars probably uh, with investigation that this is what he's got. Believe me, this is minor compared to what we are looking at now with these huge amount of monies. I mean, Ted, you got to be honest with yourself. It looks really bad that it was going to a shell company, then going to other family members on the surface. I, and I always say that because, you know, I give people you don't know where it's going to lead. But just from the surface, Ted, it looks really suspicious. you got to admit, if everything was on the up and up, uh, why don't they say what they were paying them for? Uh, why don't that, why do you go through a shell company? Why don't you just give it to one person? This is kind of the kind of stuff that looks like it's a cover up for something, Ted. You gotta admit it. Well, let Mr. Comer produce the subpoenas and bring in anybody that is apropos that would investigate this. Absolutely, Ted. Ted, you and I agree. I knew we would see the light of day. I knew it. Ted, I knew it. Before you cut me off, let me ask you this. I would like you to know, I'd like to know why you can't condemn and say it's outrageous that Mr. DeSantis said that the Ukraine war is about territory. It's outrageous that we shouldn't be supplying arms and giving money. It's outrageous that he made a statement. I would like you to use those words about Mr. DeSantis and say it's outrageous that Mr. DeSantis made those comments. Well, because obviously you consider it outrageous, right? Is that what you're saying, Ted? Obviously you consider it. I I did not like when I heard those words. I'll be honest with you. And, Ted, I have always been a straight shooter. It's outrageous that he said that. Ted, use the term to the Democrats. Ted, Ted, you're 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 getting a little spearheaded here. Hang on one second, all right? Just one thing. I did. I thought it was pretty surprising that he did say that. I believe he is saying it because clearly there are some people who believe uh, that it is a you know it is more of a a European battle than a world battle. Obviously, Ted, you know the background with my father. My father was a freedom fighter. And I obviously support the fight for freedom of the Ukrainian people 100 percent. And I didn't like when I had heard those comments from him. I know there are other people who think that that's in sync. I've always been honest with you guys. My father was a freedom fighter um, and right there on the front lines. And we know, by the way, today, Ted, too, in the middle of it all, um, that Poland is now supplying uh, some MiGs over there. They're giving four MiG jets actually over to Ukraine because they are sort of sick of waiting for the drip, drip, drip from your hero, President Biden. You got to admit. So while we're on it, Ted, uh, what do you think of the fact that your president uh, can't even control his border? He can't control China, doesn't seem to be doing a good job with Ukraine. Um, but you still think he's great, right? Let me just correct that, Ted. I still would take him over Trump. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I thought, Ted. Happy drinking. Thanks very much. Let's go to Alice in Ohio, uh, line five, Alice, uh, now that uh, Ted is hopefully sobering up. Go ahead. Woo. Yeah, that uh, guy, whoa, that guy, boy, when I, whenever he's drinking, it's working. It's good stuff. I got to give him that. I don't think I want it. Um, <laughs> yeah, really, that's the kind of thing you wake up and you're like, uh, wait a minute, where's my where's my shoe? You know? <laughs> the, the, the Bidens are... So well connected, they can afford the two thousand dollar an hour attorneys in in Washington. 
And if anyone goes to prison, it's going to be Hunter because his filthy lifestyle has been flaunted in the news and he would be the fall guy for the whole family. Yeah, although, although, you know, the only thing is, Alice, see, I think Biden, um, Biden, for one thing, he clearly does love his son, but he also seems to love the money that his son is bringing in and some of the other right. stuff, right? Remember, there was that email that said, uh, dad's putting pressure on me that I got to give him X percent or I got to give him more, um, you know, from the, from the infamous laptop that they denied for years upon years, which turned out to be accurate. Um, but they do seem to be very close. So, I think, you know, I think, you know, first of all, Biden will do anything to hang on to power. And I think he'll try to do anything to protect his son. And clearly, um, these documents look really bad. I mean, you know, the fact that they went to a shell company and then it got distributed to all these different family members from China. And China is not going to be paying millions upon millions of dollars just for the heck of it on the wish that maybe, uh, you know, they can set up some meeting or that Hunter, you know, can uh, hang out with them and have uh, some crack with them. That is not, you know, they clearly wanted something in return. You don't pay that kind of money. So I want to find out what did they get? You know, I mean, that's the thing, Alice. What were, was there, there had to be some deal. China's not that stupid. They're very shrewd. Um, and they clearly saw a guy of opportunity. And look, they're famous for getting, you know, IPs um, on the computers, intelligence, um, technology, uh, military access, nuclear access. I mean, all this stuff, serious stuff. Um, if it turns out, uh, that indeed all this money went somewhere and there was some deal, uh, it, it really begs the question. And I hate to say this, Alice, but I'm going to say it. I mean, you're, we're watching right now a president who has been dismantling our energy system. This is a guy who has destroyed American energy and at the expense of emboldening Russia. Because if we had money right now and we were, like, producing tons of money and tons of oil and gas, Russia wouldn't be able to fund its war machine. But yet we've kind of crippled America and we've emboldened Russia militarily by allowing them to get oil and sell oil to China and everywhere else. You know, it's awfully fishy that these companies are energy companies, China, uh, Ukraine, Russia. Uh, I mean, if it turns out that there is some connection... Uh, he should be impeached. That's all I've got to say, Alex, if it turns out. Uh, you know, I'll give somebody the benefit of the doubt. We don't know where it goes. But but if there was some sort of trade to our enemies and selling out our country, if it ever turns out that that is the case, and again, that's an if, we don't know. But if it is, uh, he should no longer be our president. Your thoughts, Alice? This has been hinted at for a long time. And your first caller was right. This is treason. Yeah, by the way, what did you think of Ted? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to clarify that you liked the first one, uh, but Ted. Uh, no, it, it was Mike from South Carolina. Yes, this I wanted treason. everybody to know because yes. I knew who you were complimenting. Boy, yes. this this is treason, and you know what they used to do to uh, traitors, and the, this whole family is a political soap opera. We're the laughing stop shock of the world. It's disgusting and they're getting away with it really scary stuff yes very alice we love you thank you very much let's go to veronica line four veronica your thoughts about where this is headed hi rita how are you i just wanted to say i love your show i listen to you every night you're the best thank you veronica Um, 
Oh, but I, I want to get to the point. Um, but this whole thing with Biden and the laptop with Hunter and this whole thing that's been going on forever, it's like enough already. You know, like, you know, you get so disgusted. And kudos to James Comer and, you know, Jim Jordan on the other end who's doing all the hard work and pushing. But it's like, when is it ever going to, you know, when is anybody going to be accountable on the Democrat side? It's just it's very discouraging. You know, that's the only thing I really have to say. And I really hope something comes of it because it's very frustrating. Although, it really is. You know where I, I say put your seatbelt on and buckle up. And the reason I say that is, remember, it's only been the Republicans in control since January. I mean, we're in March, so it's it's, you know, two months. Um, and the reason I say that is that so they didn't have when the Democrats were in control, they had no, you know, uh, no power for subpoenas, no power for anything uh, because they were in the minority in the House. And it's literally only been since the Republicans took over that they've been able to have the power to do subpoenas, to get the bank records, because the Democrats, the last thing they were going to do was do any investigations into Biden in any shape or form. Everything with them is January 6th, January 6th. Um, so it's still, remember, technically it's only been, you know, two months uh, with the oversight committee and already they've put pressure because already Treasury was uh, stonewalling them for a long time and finally opened the floodgates. So let's see where it goes. Uh, Veronica, thanks so much. Let's go real quick to Dave in Pennsylvania. Line one, Dave, your thoughts. Hey, Rita, I'm, I'm sorry I'm going to have to do this to you. I'm calling the New York Domestic Relations Department or the FCC and having you charged with abuse. Because that guy Stan and Ted are clearly either on their medication or off the medica- their medication, and they're not getting the help that they need. Oh, you, Dave, Dave, you, you are need, so thoughtful. You need to step up and and, and, take and get them help. Vital. Yes, and and, I, and get them some help. Oh. And I got I got one other thing for you. By the way, Dave, heard, Dave, Dave, there's a lot of love there. That is really sweet. I, I, absolutely, these guys need some help. Yeah, Teddy, seriously. Teddy sounded like he was going to pop a cork, like I mean, like more than a champagne cork. I mean, he was like, <laughs> you know, tonight. I I I I keep saying whatever he's drinking. I'm Polish, and there's some pretty strong Polish vodka out there. But I think what he had is more than a hundred proof. There's no doubt about it. Whatever he's got. Well, I, I'm partly Italian, and the word schivutz comes to mind. But um, a, a, a couple other things real quick. By the way, can uh, you translate that if it's not a uh, swear word? Uh, no, no. I, okay, I, good. I, 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 <laughs> I had a feeling. Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> um, I've often heard you say uh, loony kazuni, you know, in reference to some things. Well, the next time you address these guys, I want you to change it to loony buffoony. Ah, Dave, you are full of great lines tonight. Thank you very much. You are a riot. Thank you very, very much. And I do hope, especially Ted. Ted, Ted, I think, is off medication tonight, and I hope he gets some help. I do agree with that. (laughs) Thank you, Dave, very much. Uh, and we'll see if the loony buffoonies call in again soon. 1-800-848-9222. The Rita Cosby Show. And we are talking about 
the floodgates may be opening with all these questionable transactions being investigated by the GOP. Where will the tentacles lead? And the fact that they came in, went to a shell company, and then somehow ended up in Biden family members' pockets, ones we hadn't even heard about before. Boy, it'd be an interesting family reunion at the Biden dinner table these days. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Stan. Line 8. Stan, how are you? Hey, first of all. Happy uh, Irish Day tomorrow. Thank you very much. You too, Stan. But make sure you don't drink a lot because when you drink, oh boy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Actually, I I can't drink. I'm with you guys. I stay sober. I have a very boring Uh, evening. uh, That ain't going to help with this crowd. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I may start right after this call. (laughs) I doubt that, honey. But uh, look, uh, poor Dave, he's full. He ain't full of quips. He's full of something, but it ain't quips. And it starts with an S and ends with a T and it ain't a shirt. So Whoa, there it is. You know. Stan, look, Stan, you are you are on that's, fire. That's quirk. That's, that's words. But the point is, uh, <laughs> have a drink now. You may. I mean, Thank we'll split. You. We'll split an, uh, we'll a, a mimosa or something. You know? Thank you, Stan. All Thank right. You. Anyway, uh, you know, as of this moment, uh, I don't think there's anything that they money changed. I'm not going to deny money changed it, but they. The Chinese got nothing. No deals went through. Even with his brother, uh, uh, president's brother, they tried to work. Nothing happened. Everything fell through. They got that. By the way, uh, an old friend of ours, President Trump's son-in-law, did business in China, got a $300 million loan from the banks. For what purpose did we investigate that? I don't see you talking about it. What was that money? Do you remember? All right. I think it so, was for something. Yes. Yeah, so hotel. Hang on. Yep. Hotel? I was about to say it was a real estate deal. So two things. First off, Stan, um, I think actually this looks really bad. And I'm glad you admit that it is interesting that there is a money trail now. And it definitely does look fishy. There's no question. Uh, and you can't tell me that Hunter Biden is some, uh, you know, a serious executive. And if the deals fell through, why would you pay somebody two to three million dollars? Um, you know, maybe the deal on the surface fell through, but maybe another deal didn't fall through. Uh, so, so you're admitting. You know, you're no, admitting. No, 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 no. I'm talking oh, about yeah. I'm talking about the Biden team. Now, let me go to answer your question on, on Kushner. Kushner did do some apparently some real estate deals. He did deals with the Israelis at the same time who was dealing doing deals with the Chinese. But he was in the it was in the real estate arena. And if there was something, listen, if it went, hang on, if it went to a shell company and then suddenly went to all these little Kushner relatives all over on the slide and there was a big guy Kushner, I'd say look at him, too. So, Stan, go ahead before you wish me happy uh, St. Patrick's Day. Hey, Trump family invented the shell game. So uh, watch that one, my dear. Uh, well, thank you, Stan, for for the warning. And happy, happy St. Patrick's Day. We're going to continue your calls after the break, everybody. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Some new news coming out tonight that now dozens, 
of Mar-a-Lago staffers and Trump insiders have been subpoenaed to testify about the missing and classified documents that were discovered, remember, at Mar-a-Lago. So I'm waiting for all the ones tied to President Biden. Remember at the Penn Biden Center? What about the garage? I think the mechanic needs to be called in because he probably had a lot of access to that uh, very sleek Corvette that Joe always seemed to like riding. But isn't it interesting? Dozens of Mar-a-Lago staffers and Trump insiders testifying about that. And this also comes as there's a report in the New York Times that the Trump team is going to wage, quote, political war against the New York D.A. Alvin Bragg of Manhattan, the very soft on crime D.A. who can't wait to find a crime against President Trump. And also tonight, you could tell that the Trump team is expecting something maybe coming soon. And potentially President Trump, based on all the tea leaves from this grand jury and everything that we've been seeing with the various reports, he could end up being the first former president in American history to be charged criminally. Uh, that very well may come. I wouldn't be surprised. Alvin Bragg seems intent on doing it. Um, he seems intent on going after President Trump every which way but loose. This is tied to the payment to Stormy Daniels. And it was interesting. Uh, we were talking with Joe Tacopina, who is the attorney for President Trump on this. And he was telling us yesterday uh, that essentially if a payment would have been done regardless of whether somebody's running for president or not. In other words, then it wouldn't have been a campaign issue or whatever. Uh, you could make the case he would have paid it regardless or whatever the intent was. And again, he contends that there was no affair. But if that's the case, then it's not a violation of campaign finance laws. So he believes that they have a very strong case and that this is just them out to get President Trump. And case in point tonight President Trump's campaign is blasting the Manhattan D.A., uh, coming out just a little bit ago saying that it is a witch hunt and that he is completely innocent, did nothing wrong, and saying that this was just basically all out to get President Trump. And it is because President Trump is leading in the polls by a large margin. Uh, clearly, if you look at some of the latest polls, he is definitely handily And most of the polls very much with a wide margin ahead of the nearest competitor, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. And because of that, they say this is clearly about politics. And also President Trump's campaign coming out and saying this investigation by Bragg will, quote, backfire massively for the Democratic Party and end in disgrace for our country. So where do you see all of these investigations going? Uh, by the Democrats in a big way against President Trump. The other thing, too, this is a stunner. You think about how many people have already been arrested tied to January 6th. Of course, they're trying to get President Trump tied to January 6th, even though he said, go home peacefully, patriotically, all of that stuff. But still, they are trying to, like, squeeze anybody. The poor shaman guy is sitting behind bars for four years, and we saw the videotape. Remember the videotape that uh, Tucker Carlson put out recently? And you see the shaman guy praying for police officers and their safety as they're guiding him around and opening the doors for him. And for some reason, he is still behind bars. I mean, there's some incredible stories 
after seeing that footage. But take a listen. This is, again, remember right after Tucker Carlson released that footage, all the mainstream media, the liberal media, couldn't wait to attack it. It was like, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, the two seconds you saw in the January 6th committee, that's the real stuff. Uh, when he was praying for a police, oh, that's bogus. I mean, give me a break. Put everything out there. Let the American public see everything and then let them decide. But, of course, the fake news media couldn't wait to go after Trump and Tucker and everything else. Take a listen. And I think we'll be Tucker Carlson is more destructive to American political discourse than Donald Trump. And I think he's more powerful. And I'm beyond appalled. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. We know who Tucker Carlson is. Tucker Carlson is a parasite on the body politic who, by his own admission and by the words that we're getting from the Dominion uh, lawsuit, is willing to enrich himself and his business to peddle the most insane conspiracy theories to a very small number of people who eat that up. So the new news, and get this, everybody, here on the Rita Cosby Show, that the Department of Justice, the Biden Department of Justice, says now that up to 1,200 people could still face charges related to January 6th. We're going to be talking about January 6th when I'm in a senior citizen home. I'm going to be, like, playing bingo, and they're going to be, like, finding other people who maybe were within 30 miles of the Capitol. They're going to go after them. I mean, this is just unbelievable. They already have about a thousand that they have gone after and charged. And now, uh, U.S. Attorney Matthew Graves basically putting the estimate saying that an additional 700 to 1200 individuals could still face charges tied to January 6th. So our Justice Department that just turns a blind eye to anything going after conservative justices, our Justice Department that goes after parents, goes after parents and the shaman and people like that on January 6th. And yet the border is a disaster. You look at crime. You look at so many of these issues and things that they could be looking into. They're not looking into it. And they're certainly not looking into Hunter Biden. And that's why, to me, it is outrageous in the middle of all of this. Here we are looking at 1,200 more people, so it could be at some point more than 2,000 people, anybody in the vicinity of the Capitol on January 6th. Then you've got Trump being investigated every which way but loose. Now they're subpoenaing people from Mar-a-Lago to talk about the documents. Meanwhile, Joe Biden had the documents right by his cracked-out son and the Corvette in the garage. And they are now still intent on going after Trump and anything close to Trump. And now it comes that we're knowing that Comer is finding these documents about millions upon millions of dollars that went into Hunter Biden and Hunter Biden's business associates for deals that who knows what they were dealing. And then the money went to other Hunter Biden family members. And yet nobody on the Democratic side seems to think that that's anything. But let's go after the shaman guy who was praying for the police officers. That's a real crime. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Stacy in Pennsylvania. Stacy, your thoughts about this? Hey, Stacy, can you hear us? Stacy, call back. Call back. You're rustling around, but call us back. Let's go to Pete. This evening. Oh, wait, there you are, Stace. Go ahead. I can hear you. Can you hear me? I hear you. Perfect. Go ahead, Stace. Um. Stace, call us back because it's right. breaking up. Are you there? Yep, yep. you got to hurry up, Stacey. Hurry. So I just drove 40 minutes from my local uh, establishment. Oops.
Oops, we lost her. Stace, you're probably in a bad area, but thank you for calling. Call us back. Let's go to Pete in Staten Island. Pete, line three, go ahead. Hi, Rita. What a show tonight. We are, my friend Drew and I are glued to the radio. It's a full moon out tonight. I'm following Stan and poor Stacy. I don't know what, maybe it's with the full moon that the phone ain't working. That no, good. you know what it was? I, I think because we're talking about January 6th, uh, the Chinese wanted oh, yeah. to cut it off. <laughs> yeah, they, they wanted to cut it off. They want to censor it. You yeah, know, before we say the word, Hunter, truth. click. <laughs> Hunter Biden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See ya. Bye. Bye. Oops. But you know what's amazing, Pete? What do you make of all this? What? The disparity. Thank you, Pete, for the nice words. What do you make of the disparity between the fact that it's like anybody who was like, I'm waiting for the gardener that was like mowing the lawn, you know, like the day before January 6th to be called in. They've gone through every which way they've got. They're planning on at some point. It may be a total of 2000 people. You got Trump where they're looking into this uh, payment that they say, you know, was, uh, you know, improperly filed as a business charge. And then we're talking about we're talking about Chinese money, Russian money, um, all this Burisma, Ukrainian money uh, tied to nuclear deals, energy deals. I mean, this is so fishy with our adversaries and yet nothing to see there, Pete. I mean, Give me a break. What a uh, what a disparity when you look at just even on the surface. And now that the money trail's opening, it looks bad. Well, I'm worried. I'm waiting for them to go after the full of brush man and the tubbleware woman that is selling the tubbleware. They're going to blame them for everything. They're going to lock them up. I mean, this is horrible. This is our country. Look what's going on with the banking. You know, this is a travesty. There are people here that can't even make their payrolls because they can't get them. They have to transfer to banks, and there's a hold on things to do. Uh, it's very, very bad times for going through. And thank God for you that getting out the message in WABC with the honesty and telling what the real truth is. But everything else, you don't even hear any reports on the bank, on the regular liberal uh, TV shows and news. You don't – Channel 7 don't mention nothing, ABC. I won't even put the TV on. I'm glued to WABC, the truth radio. Thank you. Pete, no, we really. love you. We love you, Pete. You are we so sweet. And you know what? That's our mission is to tell the truth wherever it is uh, because, you know, we want what's best – for America, that's the bottom line. And, and you are absolutely correct. There are so many things going on right now between the banking, the finance, the border. There are so many serious issues right now. And they kind of want to, they're kind of treating the banking problem just like the border. Like, oh, nothing to see there. Um, I almost feel like what other shoe is going to drop? You know, we're worried about Russia, Ukraine. We're worried about Taiwan with China. We're worried about China, Iran and Saudi. We're worried about border. We're worried about economy. I mean, there is like there are so many of these components that is such an uncertain time. And they're spending their effort going after January 6th. You know, uh, somebody who walked in and in many cases was let in. Not everybody, but a lot of them were. I mean, to me, or going after Trump for a deal uh, five years ago that most people, even on the liberal side, have said really doesn't justify a crime. I mean, you know, this is like, give me a break. I, I so you you put it in such great perspective. We love you, Pete. Thank you so much for the call. Let's go to Robert in Philly, line one. Robert, your thoughts. 
Hi, Rita. It's nice to talk to you again. Um, I'm glad that you mentioned that 37 minutes into the ride, he did tweet out for people to go home peacefully, reminding them that we respect law enforcement, hardly something an insurrectionist would say. And you call them witch hunts because they've been looking for crimes for five years and haven't found any yet, which is kind of the definition of a witch hunt. And um, DeSantis, I wasn't outraged by that at all. All it is is a difference of opinion, and I kind of see both sides of that. So I just think that the mindless people to call in and please keep them on because they're a big source of entertainment for me. It just (laughs) amazes me. But I have to make a prediction before I get off. Do you remember when they had the IRS – uh, cracking down on the um, persecuting the right wing conservative PACs in 2012. Yes, yes I sure did. And do. they were Lois Lerner. Lois that Lerner, whole, yep, yep. the fifth. But more importantly, the four people that were subpoenaed, all four of their lab or computers burned out with irretrievable information by one of the biggest coincidences of all time. And I am going to say, please. Be careful they don't lose this laptop. I think they're going to string it out until 2024 and hope the Democrats win so they can bury it. And if the Republicans win, I'm telling you, Rita, it's happened before, okay? That's all I'm going to say. And I'm just glad to see this is coming out and watch the mindless people squirm over it. You have a great night. Thank you, Robert. Great points. By the way, I do know that there are some duplicates, clearly, of what's on the hard drive. Um, so that's the good news because that guy, remember the John Paul Mac Isaac, the guy at the repair shop who says, you know, who, thank goodness he said, you know, that, uh, Hunter didn't come back. I'm sure it was him. Uh, he didn't come back and pick it up. And then he gave a copy of it, as we know, I think to Rudy. I think he gave one to the New York Post or it ended up back at the New York Post after Rudy got it. Uh, and then he also gave, uh, the laptop to the FBI. And what a surprise. They didn't get back to him. But isn't that interesting uh, that there are copies out there? So even if it suddenly disappears, a lot of the information on it ain't going to disappear. And let's see where the tentacles go. Robert, thank you very much. We're going to continue with your calls, everybody. How outrageous is it that now they are looking at going after another 1,000 people, potentially, or 1,200, tied to January 6th? They're going after Trump from Alvin Bragg, and yet... Hunter Biden has millions upon millions upon millions of dollars. And the Democrats say nothing to see here, just like the border. 1-800-848-9222. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. And the Trump campaign blasting the Manhattan DA saying his investigation of what he says was a business transaction is a witch hunt and will only basically embolden Trump and in the end be a, quote, disgrace for the country. He says it will backfire massively. And this comes as Republicans are finally getting access to the transactions tied to Hunter Biden and his business associates. And take a listen to what Congresswoman Nancy Mace had to say, because she says this is very questionable as millions upon millions of dollars were coming from the Chinese to Hunter Biden's company. And then, surprise, surprise, ending up in the pockets, apparently, according to what they're saying on the records now that they got access to, that it shows up in the Biden family coffers. Take a listen to what she had to say. 
I want the American people to know the United States is not for sale. And China will not get away with paying off members of the Biden family. Um, this is wrong. This needs to be investigated. And the more that we learn, the worse it, the worse it gets. And we learned this week. Three million dollars uh, taken from a Chinese company going to a Biden family associate. And within 24 hours, maybe less than uh, that money being dispersed to members of the the current president's family. And it's wrong. It is wrong. And Kellyanne Conway, a former Trump campaign manager, uh, said, you know what? Biden could be compromised. Why don't we hear directly from Hunter Biden, Frank Biden, now Haley Biden? This is very troubling. I want to make clear to everybody what this is not about. It's not about any of us wanting to see one more clouded, shrouded picture of a naked Hunter Biden, Haley Biden in her bikini. Nobody wants to talk about that. The White House is tone deaf and off message here, Martha, when they try to make it about attacking the president's family. They took $3 million while he was still the vice president of the United States from our number one foe geopolitically. How can we expect this president now, President Biden, to hold China accountable when it comes to the virus, when it comes to the Uyghurs, when it comes to fentanyl, when it comes to the trade deals, and on and on? Yeah, how can you trust? Is the Biden family compromised? That's a lot, I think, much bigger of an issue uh, than the shaman who is being uh, basically led around uh, by Capitol Hill police and where they were acting, quote, as tour guides, opening doors for him and everything else, letting him in. But no, they're focused on that. The DOJ, nothing to see there with Hunter Biden. So where is this all going, guys? one eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. Let's go to Norm. Line three. Norm, your thoughts. Yes, Rita. Uh, it's big nothing burger with all this stuff for Trump. Uh, the uh, Biden administration obviously feel pushed, so they're pushing back. And it's going to get up to 2024. It's going to get you're just going to hear more and more of this stuff. But I'm not worried about it because uh, they're, they're going to make Trump a martyr. And that's about it. So anyway, so tomorrow, show you how much I care about it, in front of Trump Tower, 725 Fifth Avenue, at 11 o'clock in the morning, there's going to be a Trump rally. Uh, so I invite all your wonderful listeners to come there, yourself included. Uh, wear your Trump hats, your MAGA hats, bring your flags, all that stuff. We're meeting in front of uh, Trump Tower. And uh, that's how much... I care about all this stuff. So with, uh, let me ask the, you, Norm, are you doing this to show support for the for the former president? Is that what that is? I would anything Trump that's in New York, I go to. Um, I have a dusty uh, MAGA hat because you, you if you wear a MAGA hat in New York City, ordinarily, you'd probably be assaulted under other if you don't have other MAGA people around you. So uh, basically, it gives me the opportunity to uh, wear my uh, Trump hat and uh, be with my uh, kinfolk, the people that would call up your, uh, your call up your station. And um, I can't wait to hear. Well, it. I've never been to the I've, I've never been to the St. Patrick's Day Parade, so this is a, another excuse to do it. Eleven o'clock tomorrow morning. Norm, I want to hear an update. You got to call us tomorrow and fill you us shall. in. Let I us have to know. Get up early then. All right. <laughs> Good luck, Norm. Thank you very much. I want to hear all about that one. Let's go to John. Line six. John, your thoughts about where this is headed with Trump. All right. Rita, it's what, uh, three months into the new Congress? It's, we got about three months? Yeah, actually about like two, a little over two. Three months. 
So one, two months, Colmer and everybody else are finding out about Hunter and his laptop. Uh, this this guy who's doing the the, the prosecutor, the special prosecutors that they got on Hunter, get get rid of him or send him into the skiff. And uh, you know, because of uh, Ray can't answer it, get that guy with all his paperwork. If he doesn't have a gift to him, if not, find the attorney general in another state. Yeah, that's a great point. You know what? They have been slow on the draw, but look. What's happened in two months? Let's see what's ahead, guys. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. And in tonight's Support Our Hero segment, which we love doing every night here on the Rita Cosby Show, did you know that yesterday was Frank Orillo Day? And that took place in the city of Hollywood, Florida. The mayor there proudly proclaimed that, uh, saying they are telling the people, here's a guy that's still running around doing everything, and we're going to give him a proclamation. Look at that. Anybody can do it. This guy is a true hero. And by the way, Frank Orillo isn't just anybody. At 100 years old, this guy still drives. He lives alone. He gets plenty of exercise. He says he walks every day. He walks about two miles a day. Bravo to him. And by the way, he is a World War II U.S. Army vet. He was in the Army Air Corps Band for two years. And then the Battle of the Bulge happened, and they needed personnel, and he took part in combat missions. He still continued, obviously, with his love of music afterwards. He played with big bands twice a month. This guy is great. Um, and when he was asked, what is what keeps you happy? What is what keeps you going? He said his best advice is to enjoy life and keep away from junk food. That's good advice. Take care of your body. Be happy. Make sure you're eating. Eat a lot of fruit and eat a lot of vegetables. And he says he plans on living for many more years. What a great, great guy. And how beautiful that the city of Hollywood, Florida, honored this great World War II U.S. Army vet. And he said, again, he was in the Army Air Corps. I love those guys, as many of you know. And Eddie, who calls in often on this show, and I love Eddie, because his father was in the U.S. Army Air Corps and was a pilot. My father was rescued uh, by a pilot from the U.S. Army Air Corps who sent down uh, what turned out to be a chocolate bar with a note wrapped around it, telling my father and dozens of other starving Polish prisoners of war that they were free and where to go to American lines. So I love the U.S. Army Air Corps, and I love any time we can honor the greatest generation. What a great, great thing. Well, we are talking, of course, about President Biden and the fact that the Biden family is under the microscope. Finally, finally. I mean, think about all the investigations that have happened with President Trump, uh, a lot of the ones that were hogwash. I'm being diplomatic. You think about the Russia hoax and so many of the other things. Uh, the two impeachments. I mean, my goodness. And if anything close to what was going on with Hunter Biden, they would have impeached Trump another hundred times. 
I mean, are you kidding me? There's like close to 200 of these questionable bank transactions that were flagged. Again, the Democrats for years never wanted to investigate it. Apparently, the Treasury Department was trying to block it at first to the GOP committee, but they finally handed over the information just a few days ago, and the tentacles run deep. And so in the middle of all of that, I'm glad to see that at least the GOP are looking into that. They're also trying to put pressure on Biden on the border. That is a huge issue. And in the middle of all this, those stunning revelations, there's so much more fallout today coming from those dynamo. I mean, that was just stunning. Those comments that came out yesterday from Chief Ortiz with the Border Patrol. Who could forget? Remember this comment. This is the Border Patrol chief under President Biden. And he was asked, basically, do you disagree with Mayorkas, who says, oh, the border is secure, which we all know is BS. And so here's Congressman Green asking Chief Ortiz, Biden's own Border Patrol chief, is the border under control? And finally, we got a Biden administration official to fess up. Chief Ortiz, uh, does does DHS have operational control of our entire border? No, sir. No, sir. And you could have heard a pin drop after that. It was like, uh-oh, that is in stark contrast to Mayorkas. We know he's been lying to us all along. I mean, you just look at the pictures. There's no doubt about it. And then Chief Ortiz was also asked, by the way, and many people are talking about this today. He was asked, do you support infrastructure? Do you support a border wall? Listen to what Biden's own Border Patrol chief had to say. Do you support the concept of construction of physical barriers like a wall? And do you believe they're effectual for the manpower element that they allow you and your Border Patrol agents to then reallocate elsewhere? Congressman, I do not believe in a wall from sea to shining sea, but I do believe in infrastructure and barrier systems in concentrated areas, especially urban areas. That's always been our practice from 2006 when I was an agent in charge in West Texas to now. But I also don't agree that we should tear down perfectly good barrier system to install something that is, you know, based upon requirements that we developed over the last few years. We tore down perfectly good infrastructure system in some areas that we should have just left alone. Yeah, we tore down perfectly good border wall that shouldn't have been torn down. I mean, wow. In other words, why did we tear it down? So take a listen. So under the prior administration, we had 200-plus wall that was appropriated. And the President of the United States, President Biden, by executive order, shut that down. Do you disagree with his decision to shut down the construction? Yes, sir. <laughs> Can you imagine going back to the White House after that? It's like, um, yeah, he shouldn't have torn the wall down. It's not helping for security to have a wide open border. And basically, my boss, my Orcas, and the president have lied. Is there anything else? Have a good day, you know? Wow. Everybody is talking about it. By the way, some new numbers that also came out on the border. U.S. Border Patrol apprehended. This is amazing. Uh, in fiscal year 23, which has only been a few months now, guys, almost a million individuals from 147 countries. That is a stunning amount. Nationwide, by the way, encounters. This is, again, the fiscal year to date. 
Um, basically, they believe with the Godaways, they believe 1.2, almost 1.3 million have crossed into our country. Compared to, by the way, fiscal year 2020, that year, 63,000 went through um, and total of 282, including the Godaways. I mean, that is a stunning amount. Think about that. We are so we are over a million more than we were at the same time in 2020. That is stunning to see. And boy, does that show just the lack of security and the lack of will by this White House in terms of protecting the border. And now we finally have this Border Patrol chief who at least has some integrity to speak up. And so we got a border that is wide open. We got Hunter Biden that is wide open for cash. And what are the GOP uh, doing? They're trying to look at all these things. They're trying to bring Democrats in. But the Democrats are so focused on the shaman guy on January 6th, the guy who wore the horns and everything else. And they can't wait to do anything they can to Trump on a payment that happened in 2016 uh, that they say he mis- misput it, misplaced it in terms of putting it in a business account. But don't worry about the border. Don't worry about Hunter Biden. Nothing to see there. This to me is just, it, it's ridiculous. I feel like we're living in an alternate universe. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Rick on line five. Rick, your thoughts about all of this and where this is headed. Time for impeachment and imprisonment. And also, Rita, I wanted to ask Stan and Ted to show me on the doll where the Donald Trump impersonator touched them. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, by the way, let's get to the to the um, to the Biden stuff. Do you think they're grounds? I mean, you know, I actually think there could be because, you know, the, the president's job is to protect our borders. And those numbers that I just read to you are stunning. Um, and it's just in a short bit of time. And you have his own Border Patrol chief saying the border wall basically was working. We needed it. And the border is not secure now. I mean, it's like a two-year-old would be able to figure out border wall works, security now bad. Maybe put border wall back. I mean, I could go to a kindergarten class, and I think they would do a better job than President Biden. And I actually do think not protecting the homeland he has put us in such unbelievable danger, especially with these people that the quote gotaways that they have no record of. Rick, and I think in all seriousness, I do think there may be grounds. And I think certainly for him, certainly for Mayorkas. Um, and I actually think that's why some of this testimony from this guy, everyone's talking about it today because it was blockbuster and it could be a game changer in terms of a case against the president um, and also against Mayorkas. Your thoughts on that? They should be charged with genocide just for the fentanyl deaths. That doesn't even count people that got kidnapped, raped, and murdered on the way here. Yeah, you know, and and speaking of fentanyl deaths, um, by the way, uh, there were five kids who apparently they believe may have overdosed at a uh, New Jersey mall. Did you see this? I think they're going to be okay, uh, thank goodness. But they they believe that five of them had fentanyl, uh, maybe got fentanyl, and suddenly, luckily, uh, I think are going to be okay. But you're right. There are 100,000 fentanyl deaths in America every year. And our president doesn't seem to even want to talk about it, won't get tough on China about it. But yet, let's make sure we go after Trump for classified documents that President Biden himself had strewn in his garage. You know, 
I mean, I mean, the the utter like hypocrisy is so blaring and and it's shameful. And and I really do worry about the border. I worry so much about that. And I worry about our president being compromised. He very well may. If you look at the money trail that Comer's got, this is really big, serious, serious stuff. Let's go to Jim. Line two. Jim, your thoughts. Yeah, Rita, you know, the Biden Center garage, classified national security documents sitting out in the open, easy access for Chinese employee agents. And uh, your boss, Mr. Katz, often talks about Biden's anti-American energy policies are putting a lot of money in the pockets of Russians and Ukrainian energy companies that paid Hunter. And he says that electric cars and renewable energies require products and minerals that only China can provide. And we're putting a lot of money over into China, taking it out of our country by doing these things. Yeah. And by the way, he is. And obviously, I think he's spot on. Um, and when you think about the way the energy policy, and that's one of the things that John has talked about, John Katsimatidis, you know, he was ahead of everybody uh, talking about this. Had Biden just kept our energy policy and even continued it, you know, he didn't even have to really expand it. He just had to kind of continue it and not kill it. Um, we would be doing so much better economically. Uh, Russia would be crippled. We wouldn't be able, you know, they're funding the war machine basically with their oil sales because people are still buying from them. China's still buying from them. If we had crippled Russia uh, to a point where they wouldn't be in a position to have leverage in terms of oil um, and we were the suppliers, we would be so great domestically. Uh, we would be great internationally. And yet Biden's not doing it. And 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 it, there's something almost treasonous about that especially at any time, let alone a time right now of war. Um, and it is shocking, and, and it's amazing. I mean, John was talking about that years ago. It's all interconnected, all of this stuff. Um, and you're right, the reliance on China is also downright frightening. I mean, there's still so many things that we're relying on China for. And then we have a president who's not doing anything about China, barely even scolding Russia. I was embarrassed yesterday when I saw the Pentagon come out with their statement and they basically said about the whole Russia plane thing, remember the Russia uh, jet hitting the drone? They said, oh, it's unsafe, it's unprofessional, please don't do that again, basically, Russia. I mean, are you kidding me? They took down a U.S. drone and that's the best you can do? You know, uh, to me, uh, this this is a scary time. And our president seems to be doing America last policies in so many ways and and we are the greatest country in the world, and our president is acting like a wimp. And that's a very dangerous, dangerous combination. Let's go to Dave in Pennsylvania. Line five. Dave, your thoughts. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Well, you know, just to add to the prior caller, I mean, there are more than enough offenses to justify impeachment. I mean, if the if the Republicans don't live fulfill the courage of their conviction and impeach him, well, then everything we're saying doesn't mean a darn thing. In fact, it will validate that the accusations are unserious because we never held them accountable. So, I mean, it could be from the fentanyl poisonings to the violent behavior from criminal, violent criminals come across the border to, um, you know, criminal, uh, you know, the incompetence of the overall administration as a whole on an economic policy Make us energy independent, and, and there's so, so many levels that if we're going to hold him accountable, if that's not done, the Republicans are going to lose their opportunity to put uh, to, to 
I guess, fulfill the convictions, the courage of their convictions, because that has to be done. Yeah, no I question. agree. I agree. And you know what? It's an interesting point, Dave, because, yeah, uh, they need to, you know, uh, put their actions where their mouth is and not just be a bunch of talk. And at the end of the day, you know, the American public, what, just watches like a series of dog and pony shows, but with no results and no teeth in it. And a lot of them have come out um, and have been very vocal and said, you know, maybe it is grounds for impeachment. It certainly could be potential criminal this, criminal that. Look into it. And by the way, I think it's also important, Dave, just for the American public. So we know where the facts go. Don't leave anything hanging because... If for some reason, if it if it clears Biden and his family, well, then that's the right result. Uh, or if it leads to him and leads to other family members and lots of corruptions, well, then that's the right result. Wherever the facts lie is where it should go. And the American public deserves answers. It shouldn't be left hanging with like these allegations um, and them not actually following through with it. Because if indeed they can prove, especially like as we're talking about even on the money stuff with Hunter, if they can prove that money indeed did go and then there were some policy changes or that there was a payoff and there was a secret deal or that they gave the Chinese access to something that they clearly should not have given access to, uh, then throw the book at them. You know, don't just talk. You know, I think the American public really wants to see action. And if indeed they did that, and I say if because until we know all the all the dots, but if it does, uh, it looks really bad. And it could be potentially treasonous. I mean, it could be. Let's see where it goes. 1-800-848-9222. We deserve the facts. The Rita Cosby Show. So to make things even more chaotic in the world. There are, was testimony today. This is amazing. Um, from the head of CENTCOM, this is General Michael Carrilla. And boy, this is a stunner. And if this doesn't explain why we need a secure border, why that dismal withdrawal from Afghanistan uh, may have opened the floodgates, uh, he basically testified that the Afghanistan branch of ISIS, which is ISIS-K, has been growing in strength under the Taliban's rule since that terrible withdrawal that we did. Uh, and he said that he believes ISIS-K can do an external operation against the U.S. or Western interests abroad under six months from now with little to no warning. Uh, that it's a lot harder for them, he says, to go against the homeland, but maybe something outside. This is the same group, of course, uh, that killed 13 U.S. service members and hundreds of Afghans when we did that chaotic and disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan in 2021 and basically saying that this group has reconstituted. They are ready to potentially strike against American assets abroad and could do it as early as this summer. That is really disheartening to hear. And that's exactly why we need to make sure we have a secure border and we have a secure policy of American interests, obviously at home first and foremost, and also overseas. And clearly it shows that Afghanistan, that the Taliban and these crazy ISIS-K guys are emboldened because we left everything high and dry there. Remember, we left our allies behind. We left a lot of Americans behind. And now the CENTCOM commander saying that they may be able to do a strike against American interests within 
the next six months, under less six months. That is really frightening stuff, and it's an important reminder of why we have to make sure we keep an eye of what's going on at our border and vet people, and we are not doing it. And there have been, they believe, over a million gotaways. I mean, a million gotaways, basically, since President Biden's been in office. That is a frightening number. And when you think about that, think about it. It only takes one or two really bad guys to do something terrible to the homeland. And we have a million that they have zero idea where they are. And even these others, they barely are keeping track of. But this is why it is so important. And I think such a tenuous time in the world And that's why Biden, first and foremost, he's got to start acting like a commander in chief. Uh, I don't see it happening. And that's what is really scary situation for America and for the world, because we're the leaders in the world. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Russell. Line eight. Uh, Russell, your thoughts about all of this and especially with uh, all the money and China and all that stuff. Oh, Rita, all the money. Every time I hear about the money and the government, uh, all I could think of is 10% for the big guy. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And also, by the way, Russell, too, there was that email uh, that also said, Dad is putting pressure on me. This was from Hunter telling somebody, another family member, Dad's driving me crazy. He wants me to make more money so I can send more. Um, I mean, there's a lot of there there. There's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of smoke. So we got to see uh, how much fire is behind it. But there definitely is a lot of stuff in writing. And like you said, if there was 10 percent for the big guy, uh, what did the big guy do? Uh, the American public deserves to know. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Vito. Line seven. Vito, your thoughts about this? Yes, uh, you know, Rita, by the way, your Italian is great. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank and, you, Vito. That, wor- that word is not a curse. I grew up in a household that spoke Italian as a second language, and that word schivoso actually is a, a masculine pronoun that uh, indicates one who is foul and uh, utterly repulsive. In, in appearance and in beliefs. Oh, well, that's a good uh, Well, then that sounds like that was a good word to pick. <laughs> yeah, that, that perfectly describes Hunter. <laughs> but by the way, by the way, uh, Vito, I, I've told people this. I'm Polish and Danish, but I always used to date um, Italian guys, and I would date them for their mother because the mother always had the best Italian cooking. And when, yeah, I, when I broke up with an Italian guy, I cried. I was like, I didn't want to go out with him anymore. I wanted to hang out with the mother, though. Right. You know, I was wondering, can the Bidens be personally sued for allowing the wall to come down and these migrants that come over, some are criminals and some are terrorists? You know, that's you know, it's a great question. It's a hard case because it's hard going after a government official uh, from a legal standpoint. Um, But, uh, you know. I actually think there could be some grounds where, you know, if you lost a loved one to fentanyl like you talked about um, or some of the other problems that have happened with others, obviously not as serious as those fentanyl deaths, which are horrible, there could potentially be a case. Needless to say, I think he has been derelict in his duty, and I think the chips are about to fall. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network.